0: Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 says this, Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Welcome everyone that is joining in on the podcast, the Weekly Grace Podcast. We are back at it again with another one, and I have some very special people right next to me. Uh, I have my brother David to my right and my brother Omar, which has been on the podcast before uh, we had an interesting conversation in my garage but we weren't able to record that one <laughs> because it looked it looked kind of weird um but yes we are here as you can see we have a different table with us because someone else is using uh the one that we usually use so that's why you see that's white um but yes i wanted to uh, hand it over to my brother david um we've been uh friends for how long Dave?
1: probably like five years
0: Dude, five years. It doesn't yeah. feel like that. It feels Maybe like more. I've known you for <laughs> my I mean, whole we've known life. each other for like our whole life. But yeah, but basically, yeah. right? Um, but, huh?
2: So you guys were never friends?
0: Okay, so basically the story with that was that um, David and I, um, so we kind of saw each other always in youth group. His dad, Mike, um, always had uh, the Bible study and he would lead it. And then my, uh, David was obviously always there. Um, but I would always come, like, like usually. Yeah, you always saw me. but right. You're like, who's this weirdo? I'm just kidding No, but seriously Um, And so, yeah, so David and I always saw each other But it wasn't until I got my heart broke That's when I started seeing David more Um, But yes, David, would you like to give a little bit about yourself Who you are, where you come from, all that good stuff So the listeners know
1: That's good So, um, yeah, I'm I'm David Um, I'm just a normal 21-year-old, you know Um, I'm a Christian Um, I'm proud to be a Christian, too uh you know it's it's cool to be a Christian. Um I'm just thankful for what God has done in my life. Um I grew up in the church. Um like most of the people here at our church. Um, but as I got older, you know, I had to to make decisions for myself and I remember in in middle school um taking a step and saying, you know, what I want to follow Jesus for the rest of my life. Um And it's been a journey, you know, it's not it hasn't been a perfect journey. Um, there's been a lot of ups and downs along the way, um, but God has been faithful through everything, so um, yeah, I'm here, so thank God.
0: Yeah. That's so dope. I'll give it to Omar like he was going to talk. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you want to talk? Do you want to say something? All right, so um, that's beautiful, David. Thank you for, for sharing a little bit about about you, um, and the reason why I wanted to have uh, these two particular people is because I thought we were going to have— we. Not that we were. We are going to have an interesting conversation about um, something that we talked about last week with Pastor Tony. Um, if you guys didn't get a chance to check that out, we encourage you strongly to go and check that podcast out. It is out now on Spotify, Apple Music and anywhere else where you would find um, podcasts and also on YouTube. So go go check that one out. But um, I kind of want to do like a follow up uh, podcast with these young Gents, these young lads, um, and I kind of want to talk about not only their relationship with Christ, um, but also just be authentic, be real about how right now, how the situation with COVID nineteen um, has been has been affecting their spiritual lives. Um, I think I think that's very important. I think that's something that we need to talk about, especially our generation, Gen Zers, uh, Millennials. It's very important to talk about this because a lot of what we grew up with was going to church, going to this place of worship. And now that we can't gather the way we're used to gathering, how has that affected us? So I'm going to give it to Omar first. He's going to share a little bit about that. No, you don't have Yeah. I want
2: to say something really quick. It's so authentic that Carlos didn't really tell us um, (laughs) what we're going to talk about. So. I might offend some people out there. I might say some st- like some dumb stuff, but they're like literally so like raw, raw answers. You know what I'm saying?
0: So. Exactly. Yeah, but that's that's exactly what what we wanted. Um, David, maybe you want to touch on it a little bit. How how it's affecting uh, your relationship with Christ and just with the just with everything with the gathering. How online services has been affecting your your right. f- spiritual life and all that good stuff.
1: Um. Well, I think like anybody, this this COVID thing has been a struggle um it's limited us in a lot of stuff that we do um our day-to-day lives are kind of restricted um in the beginning I found myself going through some hard moments but then um seeking God at the same time um sometimes it's it's been like a you know like I said it's up and down journey with Christ you know um but yeah I mean it's it's been cool to be able to at least. Occasionally meet with my brothers and sisters in Christ. And um, yeah, so we're, we keep going. I mean, there's no stop. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. What about you,
2: Omar? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like uh, it's kind of added like a different element to it. Like I seen it, because like this is, you know, this is obviously we're not used to something like, like COVID happening. And so it's kind of really weird. Like I noticed it, like, even though they're like, um, you know, they're Christian at my at my job, like, Sometimes when I meet parents and stuff, I'm just kind of like, like, I, like I do like a handshake type of high five, because mm-hmm. or like I don't know what to do because like we're so used to handshaking people when we meet them, we're giving people hugs, and now it's kind of like, oh, like you good with this or you good with a hug, or or like um or like just not seeing people in general. Like, I mean, I know like we see each other like constantly, but mm. like it's different when you see each other in a big group because like. I was like, I saw my cousins the other day, I'm just like, bro, we haven't had a family gathering in, in how long, and we haven't had, like, a church service, like, where we we're like, oh, let's hang out after after uh, church service, let's go out to eat, let's uh, go to your house and hang out, whatever. So it's just kind of been, like, affecting, um, the the like, the community aspect, and that community aspect has been affecting, um, like, the encouragement of of gathering around people, like, you know like when you're like when you talk to people that go through the same things that you do that have the same mindset as you do you kind of lose that uh, motivation to like maybe constantly read your word so like that that community aspect i feel like affects a multitude of uh christian um practices okay. c- that we live
0: cool uh yeah i i was actually talking to my thea about that my aunt Yesterday, and um we actually said the same thing like it affects the practices to the point where Christians are starting to get cold, you know, like mm. kind of like lukewarm um and the word on the street is that like you know one in three um Christians are starting to to leave the church right now just because of the state of you know where we're where we're at right now um it makes me sad it, it definitely makes me sad, but at the same time um I guess for me, for me personally, I've been in, like, like we said, we've been kind of together since the beginning, like since the beginning, we've been, mm-hmm. you know, commi- like before this, so that we've been seeing each other all the time. Um, and so it's been nice to be able to see you guys on FaceTime. Like I remember for the first two months um, or maybe like a month and a half, David and I wouldn't see each other mm-hmm. and we actually um, FaceTime for like that whole time. And then with Omar, I was able to see him. He, he came to the church, uh, one of the first times, re- I don't know if you remember that, to do the like the service. Oh, yeah. you, you don't remember I'm that? Not, I don't remember, <laughs> remember, but I just got in trouble. Oh, you got in trouble for that? Yeah. You For coming, huh? Yeah. And then you never came again. No, but then you did do it, but you did it over Zoom. Yeah. yeah, and then there was a point where like we were trying to figure out, and then we, <laughs> we had Easter service on Zoom and stuff. It was just crazy. Oh, but now we're back in the building. Not everyone, obviously, but... Um, just, you know, some people that are, are, leading, are leading in the, in the service. So one thing that, um, Pastor Tony and I talked about, I kind of want to touch on with you guys is, um, and you guys kind of talked, talked about, it, maybe we can talk a little bit more in depth about the platform that we use Facebook. And sometimes we use Instagram as well. Mm. Um, but on those platforms, on those social media outlets, it's very difficult to stay engaged. I think, I, I personally think, and, you know, we we, I was in college, Omar was in college, David's the only one that's in college, he's about to graduate, um, but we have, you know, come across a couple studies about social media, or at least I have, and we've seen that social media doesn't really do anything um, positive, there's actually more uh, negatives right. than positives, and one of those negatives is that disengagement factor, where we don't see Uh, people like engaging with one another instead it's like this disconnect Mm -hmm. right and people um you know it has that opposite effect on people um how how has that affected your relationship in coming to the building doing all these things with the gathering of the people and stuff like that to moving to Facebook um what is your Sunday look like um for any given um any given Sunday maybe Dave you want to start off and then Omar can can kind of touch
1: I mean yeah so fortunately you know i got i got a family that you know kind of pushes me to to watch the sermons and you know i push myself too um because i know it's it's important and i feel like if i miss a sermon i'm missing something in my life you know um but i kind of want to go back to the point where we were talking about like how covid's affected us um how do you guys think it's affected your relationship with god in the sense of like have you felt frustrated with God because of COVID or have you felt um like it's a good it's a good time to like grow with God? I don't know. What's been what's been your experience?
2: I personally uh, I'm not really frustrated by it cuz I just uh, I just feel like things happen for a reason so like I know like God has a plan for everything and like um in terms of what was the second part you said? I forgot. Um you said are you angry with God and how what's the second well, one?
1: Well, not angry but
2: like Frustrating. Frustrated, right? frustrated. Maybe with the
1: situation, not not necessarily with God, you know.
2: And then what was the second part to that? Um
1: or do you feel like it's been a moment of growth? In oh,
2: your life? yeah, yeah. Like I feel like um I felt guilty because like a lot of everyone was like, This is our time to get close to God because we have so much free time. <laughs> right. And I literally just play video games <laughs> and and I don't I don't read. Like I just feel like it's kind of made me even lazier mm-hmm. just to like just COVID in general has made me like before. I, I mean, cause I I work full time now, and like when COVID hit, I was part time, and so like when I was in part time, I was like, bro, I'm of lazy. And right now, I'm like, I'm 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 learning to, like, I need to put effort into my daily life in order to seek God, um, especially having a job now, cause I'm I come home tired and like I'm hungry. I'm just like, alright, like I could just rest and relax, but that's no excuse to not seek God, you know. So um, I think COVID just made me even more lazier in seeking Christ. Okay.
1: Yeah. What about you, Dave? Uh, I think it was kind of like a roller coaster. So I started off, I remember me and Lois were like, oh, we're going to read to the Bible. We did and Ecclesiastes. We did. We did. we did. we did a couple Chapter of books. Chapter 9. Yeah, we did a couple books. and He's super jealous. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, shoot. <sure. laughs> <laughs> oh, <sure. laughs> Next time we got you, bro. We got you. Um, Next time. <laughs> and I feel like it kind of started off like that. And it, at some point it got like, oh, I'm kind of tired of this. And... um. I feel like it, it was a moment of reflection in my life, and I, feel, I felt like I needed to do something, because like Omar was saying, it was a time of like laziness, and um, I think for all of us, because there's not really much we can do during this time, um, unless we're working, of course. Yeah. Um, so something that I did, personally, was I started working out a lot to like make up for the time that I was wasting, and that helped me so much, because it was, one, it was a time to be alone with God, um and just like talk to God because I was going through a lot of stuff in my personal life and I was like I need to talk to God more um so that helped me a lot and yeah so I think I used the circumstances that I had and said you know what let's let's do something good with this you know Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily working out or you know it could be anything right um I think it is important to to get closer with Christ you know during this time
0: yeah, I think, uh, well, there's this book that we were, we're reading and we're, you know, we've been reading it for like a long time now. But there's two practices that you mentioned, Dave, that I don't even think maybe you did know or you didn't know. Um, there's two practices there that that I see off the bat, which is one, solitude. Mm. Solitude is one of the most important things. Um, and another one is taking care of your body. I think a lot of people don't don't know or don't feel like taking care of your body is a practice, but it actually is a practice, Mm -hmm. because if we're not taking, if we're not honoring the body, that's the chapter, right? Honoring the body. If we're not honoring the body, then are we actually, um, in a way worshiping Christ with what He has given us, right? Mm -hmm. And that's working out, but then also, like killing two birds with one stone it's that solitude factor and just being alone so back to your question i think it's a really good question being frustrated or uh you know were you getting connected with god i think it's the same thing for me uh, but they w- it was just for me it was kind of frustrating in the beginning just because i was i you know I, i'm a leader of this smaller youth group uh church a ministry like a ministry mm-hmm. and you know i felt like we were doing something special i didn't I didn't feel we were doing we are doing something special um just with the community and just everything like that and then all of a sudden it was a halt and I remember the day it happened so clearly so vividly because I started asking um Pastor Tony I was like Pastor Tony what are we going to do like there's more and more kids that are coming to the church and a lot of the volunteers are starting to get weary they're starting to get tired they're starting mm-hmm. to get burdened with this How, what can we do and then all of a sudden boom, oh, COVID, hit. COVID hit, like, right, right when we were having those conversations, right. and so, so there was two things, first, I was frustrated, because I felt like we had something going, um, we had, like, we were, like, moving fast, but then at the same time, it helped, it helped me, and it's helping me rest in Christ, um, although I don't do this perfectly, I think resting in Him right now is something that I've been learning through this, through this five-month period, mm. because, it was just go 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 and I think that was for everybody especially in this um society in this in this country that we live in we're taught from the get-go like you need to grind 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 don't stop don't stop don't stop Mm -hmm. right but it literally forced a lot of people I I would say like 80 percent 90 percent of the population in the United States not even the next the world to just pause and say hey you have nothing else like what are you gonna do right right like what are you gonna do now Um. So for me, it was kind of like that. I think that was a good, cu- the good question. Do you have something to say?
1: Uh, not. Nah, I mean, there's no perfect way to sum it up. I think is yeah. Of course. Um, resting in His plan. I think Los was kind of hinting at that. Um, I think, it's it's easy to get frustrated with your circumstances, but when you use your circumstances and you say, you know what, I can make the best out of this, and you put your faith in Christ, God is gonna do something through that and it might be something small it might be um character change it might be um just growth but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's going to make you a better person
2: yeah Yeah. that's good that's good uh i want to go back to your question though Uh about the platform thing Mm -hmm. because when when you got brought it up on the on the podcast when i when i heard it um i was like that's so i never thought of like like asking that question of like is this platform good enough for like um, what's, what'd you guys, what was the word? Um, like interaction. It's not really interact interactive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like I kind of think about it. Like, honestly, for me personally, um, I'm one of those Christians that have been really struggling with watching, uh, sermons on Sundays just because, um, I don't like it. I don't like, uh, it's really hard for me to, to listen to it or, um, I don't know. It's kind of boring to me. It's, it's different. Cause like when, like I think of it as like when you watch a sermon on YouTube and it's kind of like, you don't. I don't want to watch this sermon that's an hour long you know what I'm saying like should i pray while they're praying you know like it's so it's kind of an awkward thing um, i just never really like i've tried to do it and I, and i listen to this 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 sunday's sermon just cuz like i know and even if i don't like something i need i need to do it you know what i'm saying but like um it's it's really hard because you're not i just feel like um it's different when you come to the service because you're you're encouraged because people are physically there with you and doing it with you and mm-hmm. like on when you're doing it online it's r- it's really hard, but um honestly i don't know I don't know the the answer to mm-hmm. to fix that platform issue like and I think we've talked about like um like doing something like uh like those mini church home churches stuff, something like that, like micro churches like it's not gathering everybody, but like as long as you're gathering the small group that you trust and love, and I think that's a better way than a facebook honestly, but i mean. You guys are the leaders, so y'all decide that.
0: <laughs> we are the leaders. No, we're trying, and we're and we're trying to see what's the best, not only for the life of the Christian, not only that, but the safety, the health of the Christian too. Because we do have some elderly people in our church, and we want to be very kind and very considerate of them, and we love them, you know. And so we we don't want to be like, oh yeah, let's meet, you know. Like that's I think I think COVID is a serious issue, and we need to be careful. Um, with that uh one thing that I did for safety precautions um safety measures uh was to take the test and thank God that I came out negative and I think if we do end up doing micro churches, maybe one of the requisites or maybe one of the things is you know if you haven't felt sick in the last two weeks um then you can gather in like a small group like five people or even less you know I think the whole point is to be because I think I think we we as we we are creatures that want to participate we want to participate we want to gather um we are not meant to look at a screen and just kind of worship that way or like gather that way we are like incarnational you know beings i guess you can say and with that being said we can't really do that right now so what is the future of the church um what is the answer and that's kind of what we're being encouraged today to pray about because i don't we could give ideas of course we can give ideas but really we don't have the answer until you know it comes right so i think we just really need to pray and ask the lord uh let the holy spirit just guide us uh through this time um and that's good that's that's a good way that's a good way to go about it um I actually had that question, Dave, right now. The the one that you're talking about. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. You just took it away from me. It's fine. I don't like you anymore. I'm just playing on playing on playing. All right. So one thing one thing that obviously and I think this is a rhetorical question, um, uh, but I kinda wanna talk about this a little bit. Um, just because we're in this time of COVID nineteen, uh doesn't mean that the Great Commission or what Jesus said is like done Mm -hmm. right so go and preach my name right so maybe for you guys um what kind of things do you feel like you can put on the table right now um and say you know what like how can we reach others in this time and just like brainstorming what do you guys think that's a hard one but let's start with one more (laughs) oh this time is one more (laughs) that's
2: funny um (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 anyways but uh the great commission uh, that's a tough one because um i could i could only speak for my personal um experience yeah. just because like i don't know what you guys day to day who you guys see how you guys interact with people like for me like i go to work every day um every monday through friday and like I, I work at uh, Capital Christian uh, Church. Shout out to Capital Christian Church. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, kidding. <laughs> but uh, not nah, anyways. But I go, I go to that church, and uh, I work there with a bunch of Christians, and I've learned that um, maybe though I'm working with people that are, uh, that are, that they say they're Christians um like, maybe I could, um, help them, like, encourage them, um, and disciple them there, and even though that's, what well, a lot of people, when they think, you know, the Great Commission, it's to new believers, I think it's, um, it's, uh, what does Jesus say? He's like, go make disciples, and I think disciples is not just, hey, go find a new person that does, it, is an atheist, and make them Christian, it's, uh, like, encouraging believers that, that already believe in him, and, and disciple them, and help them, um, in their path towards God, and I think, I see that at my work, like, where I could, um, I could definitely be a light there, uh, try to help people, um, love people there. And, um, and yeah, man, I just, I think in, in especially in your workplaces, if you're, if you're working right now and I kind of wish that I did work at a place that, at, that people, um, where they didn't believe. Cause I just found it a little bit easier to, to speak about my faith and it's easier. Cause like when I go to work, I'm just like, Oh, this person already knows Jesus. So it's kind of hard to be like, how can I help them, um, further their relationship with Christ if they already believe, but, uh, I, I guess it's a challenge for me, but, yeah, that's what I got.
0: Maybe maybe it's not about – maybe maybe it's, like – and this is just an idea, but maybe it's not even about helping helping them. Maybe it's just, like, living life with them, and, and that's kind of what it is, right? Like, just living life with them. but um, yeah, what about you, Dave? I'm just curious. I'm, I'm really just curious. That's a
1: real hard question because – I mean, I get to see you guys and my friends a lot, but other than that, you know, I'm not having as much interaction. I only gonna work one day of the week. Um, but yeah, I think encouraging people. Um, at one point I was calling people, seeing mm-hmm. how they were doing. Um, that was early on during the COVID and I only did it once, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but. I, lo- I love the honesty. I love the honesty. Yeah, Just one. Just one. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I thought that was helpful for myself too, just because yeah, it was good course. to reach out to my friends and you know, it's people I love. It wasn't like fake. It wasn't like oh I'm just calling these of people. Course, of course, course I have to, of you know. Course. Um I called you, I called you. You called yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah, so I think encouraging people, um I think if we can motivate each other to continue, um, striving for better, striving for Christ. Um, I think we're on the right track, you know, and I think every time we get together, I think we still have that like Even though we joke around a lot. We you know, we motivate each other We're like, oh, we got to do better in yeah. this. And I know mostly as as guys, you know um, I remember a couple weeks ago we just had a talk about some stuff that we were going through as guys and That was super motivating to me, you know, um, I think if we continue just being, you know, a strong group of, of friends and believers then We're on the right path I like
2: what David said when he said like just he called people and he, to encourage them because like we didn't necessarily even have to talk about Jesus mm. to be encouraged. But just like uh, how Carlos was saying, like living life with them, um, just talking about their lives. And that's probably David, like I think me and David just we talked about how we've been, how, what are we up to and stuff like that. And so that, that stuff encourages a person as well to to follow Christ.
0: So that's a good segue into my question then. Um, And I think we kind of answered it, but maybe you guys can go a little bit more in depth because I think one of the calls to action, call to action in this podcast, and, you know, I'm trying to have a call to action in every podcast so that the people listening can not only listen, but be encouraged, one, and then take action, right? Take action after hearing it. So um, my question was, you know, what advice can you give to the young Christians or just Christians in general that are listening to this, trying to find their way um, through all of this madness? Um, I think David and Omar, you guys both touched on this, uh, but it's essentially, you know, encouraging one another and it's like, okay, we can't encourage people inside. We can't really interact that much if you haven't seen this person just to stay safe for them, their family and your own family. But maybe it is about me calling them or texting them or something like that, but actually do it. How many times have you said, oh, I'm going to text that person or I'm going to call that person, but you actually don't do it. I've done it a million times. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have, you know, Omar probably has, and Dave has. You did that yesterday? I was going to call your girlfriend.
2: You can going to what? I was going to call your girlfriend.
0: You can call Lisa? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, just, no, that's kind of weird. <laughs> weird. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it's like I get all mad. But then I was like, oh, I forgot. No, yeah, yeah, No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I th- this is one thing. Um, Recently, I've been getting into, like, going to places in Sacramento and just jumping off of, like, kind of it's like a cliff but it's like 25 feet 30 feet right yeah and so one thing that you do when you're up there is if you think about it too much what happens you freeze you freeze and you can't do it bro like you're just so scared um but then there's always that person that says full sand and you (laughs) just do it right um but what i found in that situation when i'm like about to jump I don't think about it and I just do it. And I think maybe that's kind of the attitude we need to have when we're talking about encouraging or we're talking about, you know, motivating the other believers in our church. It's like full send, like literally just full send, text them, call them, li- like check up on your bros, check up on the girls, check up on anybody that's around, even the adults. I've seen that in the adults, like just because they're adults, doesn't mean that they don't need encouragement right. either. Right? Like, there's a bunch of people in our church person, uh, you know, specifically that, you know, can use an encouraging word, you know what Mm. I mean? Or a call or something like that. So maybe that's one of the advice, advices that we can give. Um, But what else, what do you guys think that you could give to the young Christians?
1: Well, I think a good example of this was um, without giving any personal business, but um, Pastor Tony actually hit me up uh, a couple months ago and it was during a time when his family member was like really sick and, he literally didn't have to hit me up but he hit me up just to check on how I was and that meant a lot to me because it was like wait you should be caring about somebody else not me like come or like, or like I should family, be calling you know? I should I be <laughs> calling you yeah but he sent a message and it encouraged me and it showed me that like I shouldn't put myself above others mm, that's um, good. it's so easy mostly during this time because <laughs> literally we're just in most of us are just inside you know and I think it's important to like remember oh yeah there's other people you know I need to I need to send a message, you know. I need to, need to reach out and see how they're doing.
0: Mm. Dang. Man, bro,
2: are you gonna say? Are you gonna say something?
0: I had some closing statements. But that's oh, okay.
2: closing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Before you close, yeah. dang, that was like a deep Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Not for real, though. Like that. That's that's, cause like before I say anything about myself, like I just want to say I've been a really rough season of of uh, how do you say of um, just being a. Uh, like a depressed christian just being away from god and so mm-hmm. like i've n- i'm nowhere near perfect i am so far away from jesus sometimes and i feel that now like just because of sin or because the community aspect or me not reading not, not praying constantly so i'm not a cr- perfect christian um but before like i've realized some so f- some advice for the young bucks uh, i say like um, the most important thing I've noticed in, like, my life is, like, uh, ministering to my family mm-hmm. and trying to be, um, like, t- talking to them, even if they're Christian, um, like, because my my parents are Catholic and my family's Catholic, but, like, I, I noticed that, like, um, caring about them, how, how Dave is saying, like, when Pastor Tony, uh, his, his family member was sick and he reached out to him, like, sometimes I come home really tired, I come home exhausted, I, I just want to, like, sit in my bed, play video games, and not talk to anybody, but... Like my mo- my mom needs people to talk to. Like she has no friends and sh- like, like she came from Mexico mm-hmm. and she has no family here. All her family's in Mexico, all her friends are in Mexico. And so literally like the people that she talks to are in her home and if I come home and just play video games all day, then who is she talking to? And like, I see that with my mom, I see that with my dad, like where I need to conversate. And you, yeah, like people are like, oh wow, like Omar's such a bad kid. Yeah, I mean, it's something I struggle with because like when I was younger, I never had that um, aspect of, I never realized I needed to talk to my parents, like, mm. ex, but now that I'm older, like, I'm realizing, like, man, like, I should really put effort into my relationships with my parents, not just because I love them, but also because um, I want them to follow tr- Jesus, I'm, I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm just saying, like, uh, I want them to have a closer relationship with Christ, so I, I, s- I see okay. that, like, I think that's the most important thing, like, the, like first thing, like, I think you always say, like, um, your first ministry is always with your family. So i think that's uh really important so
0: definitely your first ministry uh your family and then the one other thing uh just to kind of like uh go on top of what you say omar and and david um i think at the core of it it's just like being intentional being intentional with with what you do uh being intentional with everything that you do when we send the text why are we sending the text are we just sending the text to kind of like oh okay i got done with that check check box uh nah it's like no we're doing this because we actually love this person because we actually care for this person am i going to talk to this person my mom or whoever it is no i'm gonna do this intentionally because i love her like i i genuinely love her and i know this is what god is calling me to do Mm -hmm. um so yeah uh that's kind of where i wanted to 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 stop with this this conversation but i just want to thank you guys so much again for coming on and I know they're gonna enjoy it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Cool. Um, but one more closing thing that closing statement that I wanted to say is <laughs> thanks so much. One last closing statement that I wanted to to end off with is this, and this is what we ended up last week. He is faithful, he is patient, and he is in control. Remember that last one right now. He is in control. My girls and my guys, right now it's tough. COVID is tough. Um, A lot of people I know, uh, depression and anxiety are through the roof right now. But I do want to give you this, that he is faithful and he is patient and he is in control. So let us uh, call upon him today. We love you guys and we hope this encouraged you as much as it encouraged us filming it and recording it. We love you and until next time. Peace.